0: said it was easy. It's such a shame for us to What a song. Yeah. I don't know. Have we used any vintage Coldplay in a podcast before?
1: Thank you for reminding me about vintage Coldplay.
0: Oh, my God. They were the best then. So good. I love this era of Coldplay because it was so less polished than it is now
1: yeah very raw
0: just you know chris martin on a piano and some like really melodic haunting music in the background totally. i mean this has got to be top three songs for me from this band
1: yeah it's very reminiscent of yellow which was their first big hit
0: yeah yellow is just a little more like done up but mm. This is a good one. Uh, Coldplay and The Scientist from A Rush of Blood to the Head, which is just an amazing record. Uh, hello, it's Tucker, Mora, and our producer Chris Bundis with our latest podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I was trying to... F- think about like the kind of stuff we want to talk about in this podcast and I thought well there's just all these odds and ends that we haven't had a chance to get to on our regular radio show that maybe we can dig into here Good. or some things that we can do here that we can't really do on a regular radio show. Right. Um, and so we'll get to that. We'll just kind of make our way through it and see how it goes. You know
1: it's interesting you bring up like the polished Coldplay stuff because a lot of people, you know the feedback I get on our podcasts is that they love how unpolished they are and that it just sounds like a couple of friends sitting around at a bar. Maybe we're becoming the new Chris Martin, too polished, (laughs) too perfect.
0: Okay, I'll try and uh, be loose here, Yeah, loosen up a little bit. Okay, you know, well, let's, how about this? We're going to start with a behind the curtain look at uh, what it's like to do our show so we do a weekly, sh- daily show during the week on Energy 95.3, Tucker and Mora in the morning. And uh, we're on 5.30 to 9. And then what they do is they replay some clips from our show at 6 p.m. So people don't have a chance to maybe hear the whole show or people that don't even listen in the morning kind of get a sample yeah. of some of the stuff we do. Sure. And it's usually just three clips. But we have to record an intro for it. <laughs> uh, so we'll be like, hey, it's Tucker and Mora and coming up on this edition of Tucker and Mora at 6. You're going to hear this and that and whatever.
1: And it's usually the last thing we do before we're done our day, right? Mm,
0: yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I thought I actually asked Bundus to send me the audio from yesterday's attempt at oh, doing the tea up. I,
1: I knew where this was going. <laughs> That's why I bring up it's the last thing that we do because yeah. our brain is done. It's fried, oh, you we, know.
0: We all have ch- Challenging days in doing this stuff. This is pre recorded, so we get to do it as many times as we want until we feel like we've gotten it right. (laughs) Usually it's almost right away. You know, there might be
1: three takes at the most at the most, yeah. But
0: yesterday Mora was just struggling. (laughs) Just struggling. I was, yes. And uh, to give you the context of what she was trying to tee up, we were replaying a break that we did on the radio that talked about our producer Chris Bundys and a date he had had over the weekend. And the date was him making dinner for this girl at his place. Right. And Maura was commenting throughout our conversation with him that he made way too much food, and that's never good on a first date.
1: And he served her the food. Yeah. Right? Like, he was plating everything.
0: And you had said on the air yeah. that, you know, if you, if you're going to eat that much food, you're going to have to expect that she's going to have to go to the bathroom for a while. Yes. <laughs> so how
1: do you tee up that? So how do you
0: tee up that? So this is, and the other thing, uh, should, well, this is kind of, I, I have my part in here. Yes. Where I'm teeing something up. I can't even remember what it is. But then we get into all the Morris stuff. Coming up, are old school expressions making a comeback?
1: And our producer, Chris Bundis tried to take a woman to a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and imagine going to an all-you-can-eat buffet and then making out with someone—that's Bundus, our producer's idea of a perfect date. <laughs> um, you
0: or, know what you're uh, trying to say,
1: like the Golden. Apparently,
0: apparently, when you eat at Bundys, uh, Chris Bundys' place, he'll stuff you. <laughs> to- <laughs> uh,
1: what's stuff like you st- like
0: a Thanksgiving turkey. turkey?
1: <laughs> well, that sounds sexual.
0: Yeah, that does. <laughs> and we're not talking about in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and if you get invited on a date to our producer's house, Chris Bundus you better uh, bring your emodium because it's going to be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. No, it doesn't uh, at all. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: okay. Better plan on spending some time in the bathroom. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh. And if you. Have...
0: makes you stop poo, so oh, it'll be the opposite. You need almost like X lax to keep it going. <laughs> Laxative,
1: and if you ever get invited on a date to our producer Bundys house, you better bring some ax-la- <laughs> <with a> stick. <laughs> some ax-la-x? Okay. Uh If you ever get invited, uh, I'm just dead in the brain.
0: And our- likes his women just like he likes his gas tank full, <laughs> <laughs> filled to the brim. <laughs> Um, that's ridiculous
1: <laughs> Stop it And if you ever get invited on a date To our producer Chris Bundys house You better come hungry Because he's going to cook you everything Is that okay?
0: Yeah. And that was it <laughs>
1: I literally have tears coming out of my eyes. That is uh, ridiculous. Yeah,
0: it was a struggle yesterday.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. We still have to do it today.
0: I know. You haven't even got to that part oh, of our day yet. Oh, man. I know. And I've been struggling the last couple of days. I just, it's one of those things where this job is the best job in the world when you're feeling on and sharp. Yeah. But the last two days, I have just felt like there's this cloud in my brain and I can't quite make my way through it. Yeah. What just is is it are know. you not sleeping? I don't know what it is. Like, I wish I could figure it out. Like, I wish there was some pill I could take that would just sharpen up everything. I think there is. I think it's called cocaine. <laughs> yeah. But cocaine. outside of cocaine, and I've never done cocaine. And so I've never you done you wouldn't a, know. I yeah. wouldn't know, but it seems to be that's one of those things you could take if you need to be alert
1: I and on know. the ball. I've been around people on cocaine, and it's always like, oh man, you're really hyper. Chill
0: out Okay, well then maybe I, that's not the pill Maybe I gotta try coffee again and caffeine But yeah. caffeine traditionally has given me migraines But maybe because I haven't tried it since high school I should give it another go
1: I don't get why people in high school drink coffee anyways I always think that's a weird thing yeah. I remember this girl, Colleen, in my high school Used to walk around with like a huge thermos of coffee I'm like, what's so difficult <laughs> in your life That you need a huge thermos of coffee for?
0: Oh well, maybe she just liked it
1: I started yeah, drinking should,
0: coffee in high school.
1: Did
2: you? As soon as I got my part-time job, uh, I was 15 years old. My dad, on my first day, was driving me to work. And he said, now that you're working, you have to drink coffee. And he took me to a gym. <laughs> was, <laughs>
0: and he bought me a coffee. He made you drink it. Yeah. Now sit here and drink the whole thing. <laughs> did he make you drink it black, too, just so you'd really get the full effect? Uh, the first one I had was black, yes. That's okay.
1: crazy. Well, you know,
0: that's how I discovered uh, uh, that coffee was a trigger for my migraines, was in grade 9 and 10. Wow. Started getting, getting great uh, migraines in grade nine. And then uh, by grade 10, I figured out that coffee was a trigger because when I'd have it the odd time, it made me feel like I was going to throw up. And uh also discovered that beer was a trigger.
1: Yeah. You and have, chocolate. You have a lot of things that you can't have, eh? And, uh. and red wine?
0: Too? Red wine, beer, chocolate, mm. caffeine. All the, all the good things. A lot of good things, but maybe it's better for me. Because I think if I drank beer, I would have one of those really sick, massive stomachs. Right. I, mean, I already have a little bit of a skinny man's gut. Yeah. And I think if I could drink beer, it would be three times or four times the size.
1: Yeah, beer's tough so, for
0: that. Tequila and vodka are my vices. Uh, anyway, I enjoyed listening to that. <laughs>
1: I guess we can't play that on our normal show, right? Because it's a bit... Is it a bit racist? I don't
0: know. I just think it's a, little, it's a little too inside. Right. A little too behind the curtain, maybe. Okay. You know, we did something on our show today, and I wanted to go a little deeper into it, and it kind of blew my mind. So I uh, was alerted to the fact that there was this really strange song that had entered the UK's top 100 big, biggest singles chart. And... Uh, i want to get uh, i 'm going to play you three examples of songs that are on the chart and I want you to listen to these and then try and figure out which song charted the highest in the uk song number one from the jonas brothers
1: i'm a sucker for you
2: okay
0: you got the jonas brothers yeah. big song right now oh, in yeah. the world of hit music <laughs> Another big song still. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper.
1: Awesome song.
0: Okay. You're listening to these and you're trying to guess which song charted the highest on the UK Top 100 Singles chart. Your third song is this one right here. It's called Let Nature Sing. And it's literally just random birds and wilderness noises.
1: <laughs> this shocked me.
0: The results. It's um, I think the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds released this track.
1: And it's and it's burning up the charts.
0: It's burning up the charts. And I know you know the answer to this, Mara. So I can't get you to guess anymore. No. But the song that charted the highest was not the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> was not Lady Gaga, but is currently the. Let Nature Say, which is number 11 right now.
1: You know, I think in this world we live in today, more and more people are searching for a way that they can just let their brain relax for a second. And that song does it.
0: That or they have a lot of people that were supporting the organization by buying the song. Yeah. And then if you buy it, it can chart and, uh, and maybe that's what happens.
1: I've been looking to make a new um, hypnosis meditation MP3, mm-hmm. and that would be the perfect backdrop for it. I haven't heard the whole thing. I mean, I think it's just that. It's, I think for
0: four minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, this would be perfect. I just need to record like a voice over it, repeating like some sort of mantra. You know,
0: you are a good person. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) You will succeed today. Yes. Eat healthy. (laughs) Don't drink any alcohol.
1: Exactly. Honestly, I'll tell you, I used a hypnosis CD like that for my labor, and yeah, and it. (laughs) It totally worked. So I want to use it more in other aspects of my life. Like how can I make this show better by thinking about, I don't know, positivity? How can you be sharper when you come in? Mm. Right?
0: What did you uh, what were the mantras you said when you were doing hypnosis for your baby birth?
1: It was like my my body and my baby are perfectly in sync. Baby moving down. Body opening up.
0: This is not going to hurt. I'm about to pass a giant object through my vagina and it will feel normal.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm telling you it did work though, because we actually literally picked how long the labor would be.
0: I think he guessed right. Are uh, you kidding me? I don't. I mean, I get that hypnosis can help you through it. I get that you were in a mental state where you were, you know, trying to control your body. But to know exactly when the baby was coming... We picked how
1: long the labor would take, and we were within 15 minutes. Well, that
0: is lucky. That's like me picking who's going to win at the Billboard Music Awards tonight. (laughs) It's going to be Ariana Grande. No, Cardi B. Cardi B is going to win. You really think that you controlled... So what? If why didn't you pick it sooner then? Why did well, you drag well, it out? Because oh, well. how much time did you say?
1: Origi- I said, I said uh, six hours. Mm-hmm. I said six hours, and it was five hours and 45 minutes yeah. of labor. But I originally had said four, and my hypnosis teacher said four means you're not going to make it to the hospital, just so you know. Four means you're having a So you end.
0: changed your answer So you didn't pick so, They no, told but then you am like, okay, pick.
1: We were in a state of hypnosis When I was picking this So then okay. I'm like Okay maybe more like six She's like okay six
0: Okay let's be realistic Mara. This is a whole baby You gotta get through your vagina uh, You know if you say four It's gonna be bad news So you better pick a number Larger than four but less than 50.
1: Well, that's... I'm just saying, why wouldn't I pick two hours? Because then you are... But it turns out I had it yeah, at Yeah, why didn't anyways. you
0: pick 45 minutes then and just have it over again in a jiffy? Because
1: I thought I wanted to go to the hospital or be somewhere else, well. you know? You don't believe in it. You see...
0: I believe... I, no, I believe that meditation and hypnosis can help you through moments and that you can really, you know, mind over matter to yes. a certain extent. But I don't think you could strategically pick exactly when your baby's coming out that to me sounds insane
1: well maybe we should meditate on us strategically becoming number one the best show of all time and you see it will happen
0: you do it i mean you've always said it's all happening right it's all happening maybe i can meditate and figure out how long my next bowel movement will take
1: what (laughs) don't cheapen it
0: all right, Tucker, you're going to do this in four to six minutes. You'll be done and back outside. Does
1: it normally take
0: long? I don't know. Sometimes it does, you know, depending what's happening. It's that IBS. Also depends if you bring your phone into the bathroom, right? Right. It's always a bad idea. Uh, you want to know, speaking of the British charts, because that's ridiculous that that song's on there, and I'm sure it has everything to do with the fact that it was just a fundraising thing. Want to know what the number one song is? In the UK right now. And I bet you, you won't be able to guess it. No,
1: I remember, you know, being in Italy and I was so fascinated with what Mm -hmm. people were listening to in the UK. So why don't you tell me what the hottest can you tell me like the top three?
0: Okay, right now I can give you the top three. Okay. And you'll know at least two of the top three. Cool. Old Town Road by Little Nas nice! X, okay? I'm so
1: happy that's charting over there. Yeah,
0: it's number three. Taylor Swift's new one with Brendan from Panic at the Disco okay. is number two. And the number one song is by an artist called Stormzy. Stormzy. Yeah, it sounds super British. You know, there's some people that are British and you can't detect the accent, but then yeah. there's other people that's like, that guy is British. Have you heard of this guy, Bundus? Uh,
2: I was actually looking at the UK streaming charts and this song, Vossi Boy, is that the one you're
0: talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you hadn't heard it up until looking it up, right? No, no. Okay, well, so you're not so fancy at, no. at all. <laughs> you're like super dialed in. Okay, <laughs> this is the song called Vossi Bop by Stormzy. And... uh it's number one in the UK right now. They love it there. Eating it up with their fish and okay, chips. Okay, okay,
2: okay. <laughs> love that you almost spat nah. out your drink. My brothers don't die, we just rusty buck. I tell you, I got to link me at the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. Getting freaky in the sheets, we taking body shots. Then I finish with a fish with just to top it off. Hey, my brothers don't die, we just rusty buck. I tell you got to link me at the coffee shop getting freaky in the sheets or taking body shots then I finish with a face with just a tupper of egg you ain't got a
0: clue doesn't sound very polite in the bedroom does it coffee
1: season made of forest
0: cool song though. In the,
1: work and take the profit
0: now would you play this in the cafe or oh, would this be too sure. crazy
1: it depends on who's in there but if you can't keep the deal, be that accent kind of disguises the lyrics a little bit, mm. so it might be safe. Oh, yeah. never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you you pride yourself on playing some like pretty uh, some and sometimes uh, classic. Rap yes, and hip-hop yes. And there must be some N-bombs and some F-bombs That come out or do you purposely avoid those songs
1: You know it de- really depends on the crowd Like sometimes we can have a family in there And we have to like change the music mm-hmm. That's when you go back to like an Otis Redding Or something universal mm-hmm. That everybody can appreciate Yeah But uh, really we want to listen to hip-hop all day
0: <laughs> Um yeah. So, oh, and I mentioned Taylor Swift. That new song "Me" was number two in the UK right now, and uh, just set a record for the most streams by a solo female artist on YouTube in a 24-hour period. Wow! Over 50 million people.
1: Do people really like that song? Is it really catching on? Like
0: uh, me. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's definitely back to her, you know, original pop roots. Yeah. You know, it sounds exactly like what you would imagine Taylor Swift to sound like four years ago. It's just that last album was a bit of a departure from that, so people weren't expecting her to go back to this stuff. Want to know, know? Uh, she didn't beat the record for all-time... Uh, streams in a 24 hour period On YouTube The person that has that Is a band that doesn't even sing In English most of the time And it's BTS
1: Oh yeah With
0: Halsey Which is uh, This song is massive It had over 70 million Like I think close to 75 million Streams in 24 hours And um, This is a little taste of that the song is called Boy With Love my It's so crazy that how big this band is.
1: How many people are in this band? Oh
0: man, I feel like like there's a (laughs) hundred. No, uh, there's a lot. It's a a boy band from uh, South Korea.
1: So. Did you hear that they were just in Toronto this week eating at a Korean restaurant?
0: That was actually a year ago, but they just released the video of oh. it, is what that story was. I, I did see that. I do
1: find that strange, because I don't go to a foreign country and find a Canadian restaurant to eat at, because those restaurants suck. I wonder if they were in the Korean restaurant going, this tastes nothing like our homeland food, you know?
0: it's an interesting point, but are there such things as Canadian restaurants when you're outside of Canada?
1: You know, in Italy, we were visiting family and they took us to like what they considered like a North American bar. And it was essentially like a country and Western place. They had a barbecue out back.
0: Hamburgers and fries and ribs and stuff like that. Pictures of John
1: Wayne on the wall and Clint (laughs) Eastwood. I'm like, I'm in Italy. I don't want to be eating this stuff. I want to be eating pasta.
0: It was um yeah it's funny that they would go to a Korean restaurant you're right and they wouldn't go to somewhere else yeah. but they did it was a place on Steeles Oh yeah and uh, they were in town a year ago to play a show in Hamilton and they were just they just released a video it's like a half hour video of them visiting Niagara Falls and doing all this stuff discovering Ontario essentially oh, Cool And I just, I remember about a year and a half ago at the last station we were working at, we would get all this social media asking to hear Mm. BTS and we'd never even heard of them. We're like, who? Yeah. What? Yes. You know, like, (laughs) What's, uh, what's the other big South Korean artist that was massive K- uh, Gagnum style?
1: Yeah. Um, Ow, oh. Psy. 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 Psy,
0: yeah. So this was like... K-pop. You know, it's K-pop yeah. is what it is. Korean pop. And this BTS band is huge, but they still haven't entirely transitioned into pop radio in North America. There's some... Like that one song with Halsey, I, I bet you there's some stations that are playing it, but it's not... You know
1: They don't need us. They have legions of fans. Oh, my
0: God. Their fans are crazy, yeah, too, right?
1: They are big fans.
0: Um, what else did I want to get to? Something we haven't had on the show yet. Uh, I got
1: something for you. What do you got? Okay. Um, the five places we are most likely to cry. I'm wondering if the men in the room will concur with these things.
0: You know, I uh, I try not to cry too much. Mm-hmm. Although every now and then a good cry is good. But it I like really to be good alone. For you. Okay, what do you got for us?
1: The number one place. Where do you think it You're is? You're starting at number one. Okay, fine. The fifth place. Fifth it's, most. This one's weird. Popular
0: place to have a cry
1: is the grocery store. Have you ever cried at the grocery Never. store? Never. No. I have.
0: <laughs> Over what?
1: Well, I was like, all of this food has sugar in it every single thing i could not i was just starting this new diet where Uh. i was trying to eliminate sugar (laughs) and i had a little cry (laughs) about the fact that every single thing that i loved had like even the tomato sauce that i loved.
0: the sugar in spaghetti sauce And was it just a well up, or was it a full cry? It was cry? More
1: of a well up.
0: Okay, it was a well up. Okay. You didn't break down and like end up sitting no. on your butt. I just the remember aisle.
1: thinking like all of these things that say that they're healthy aren't really healthy. Yeah. Okay. It sounds stupid now That's that I pretty bring much it up.
0: a lot of things. Yeah. Number
1: four: walking down the street.
0: Uh, just
1: walking down the street. I
0: I'm mean, sure. if
2: I see something sad walking down the street, sure.
0: Really. Well, like, can you think of a, a time in the last few years where you saw something sad? It, it usually what kills me is
2: if I see little kids in like wheelchairs
0: or oh, okay something like that. I, I, that stuff kills me it yeah. breaks, breaks
2: my heart mm-hmm. um, other than or or like you know if someone's hurt in an accident like and you can see what happened to them like that might make you a little but it's usually the, like the young kids that, that, that kills me. That I could
0: it. see that. I could see that. I mean, I remember passing. Have you ever passed a car accident where you see somebody who's being uh, worked on and they're performing CPR? No. Oh, yeah. I've that never... sucks.
1: You've gone past that?
0: Yeah, it's... on the 401 uh, near Trenton and um, the car, and it, you know, it was just, I knew exactly what the scenario probably was. Yeah. And it, it was the last, it was like end of university. And so somebody was probably coming back with a car load of stuff oh, because no. there was this SUV that had rolled over and been involved in this accident. And there was, you know, boxes and clothes everywhere. Aww. And there was this person and th- there was emergency services already on the scene and you could see them doing chest compressions. And you're just driving by that going like, oh, my God, this this young person is probably, you know, late teens, early 20s. And I don't know whatever happened to that person, mm-hmm. but... It's well, just, that's
1: actually the number one place we cry is in our car.
0: Oh, I could see that. Yeah, but not probably related to accidents. It's just that that's the time where you have moments to reflect on everything that's going on in totally. your life,
1: and also there's music involved. Oftentimes, you're oh, listening yeah. to a song, and that kind of like, and then your thoughts are going, and then the next thing you know, like, yeah, you're just
0: like. Crying. I can remember crying in my car. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. heartbreak.
1: Over a woman.
0: Over a woman.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. I was uh, getting ready to leave town.
1: Oh my God. So it was
0: after a goodbye. I mean everything works out for a reason. Not to say I'm not happy with my wife now, but
1: right. yeah
0: you know, I remember having a good cry like <laughs> <it's>, uh,
1: <laughs> I didn't cry in this moment but I was on a Greyhound and I was saying goodbye to my Montreal boyfriend getting on the Greyhound coming back to Toronto and I we weren't going to see each other for like 6 months he was is a cruise ship guy.
0: Oh, the cruise ship guy yeah. totally dumped your ass. Totally dumped
1: my ass. So yeah. I was getting on the Greyhound and looking out the window at him, and then the next thing I knew, he was coming running towards the Greyhound and got on and gave me like a movie oh my
0: God.
1: hug and kiss in front of everyone <laughs> on the bus. And then I sat down and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of guy he was, you know? He was he very dramatic. He ran back, got on the bus yeah. in front of everyone, and gave me a big hug and a kiss. And everyone clapped, and I was like, I "People am, clap! I'm the luckiest woman on the planet!"
0: But didn't you just say he dumped you?
1: And then he dumped oh, me. Oh yeah,
0: else. like epically too. Yeah, w- this is the guy you yeah. sent nude pictures to. I sent nude.
1: Fu- well, they were funny nudes. Never send funny nudes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> more was doing a bit with her, nudes, you know, yeah. female dick pics.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they weren't like that. They were more like artistic nudes that yeah. I was playing characters. And like oh look I'm having a smoke in a leather jacket and I'm naked and he never said anything about the pictures
0: and were you trying to set it like it was the 1940s or something
1: <laughs> I just tried to be funny I'm just having- I don't know. I, my roommate was taking them, and we were both laughing hysterically and having fun with it. And he should have felt that vibe when he looked at the pictures. Wait, sorry.
0: He? Oh, he? Oh, sorry. I thought it was a guy who was taking the pictures. It was a no, female roommate. It was a
1: female. Yeah.
0: And then what was the other scenario? Or was that it?
1: Um, there was one where I was in the tub, and I was doing like a super dramatic model face in the bathtub. And then, he's so stupid, I guess, looking back now.
0: And uh, he dumped you right after he got there. (laughs) Next time he saw you, right?
1: Yeah, he came back from the boat, and then um, he dumped me. At least he dumped me face to face, right?
0: And the worst part is, is that you didn't get the pictures back, did you?
1: No, I have no idea what happened to the pictures. Thanks for bringing that one up.
0: Were these printed?
1: Yeah, they were hard copies Oh yeah,
0: this is uh, <laughs> this is pre-texting pictures to people, by <laughs> even worse It might yeah.
1: be safer, actually, that they're printed But, you know, they weren't very graphic, guys Maybe that was also the problem They weren't like what you call a dick pic They were like, uh, you know Tastefully, tastefully nude. done. Tasteful
0: nudes that's so funny though that he that he oh that he dumped you right after that. Well,
1: I think he met somebody on the boat. You
0: know. Did you cry after that?
1: Oh yeah. I cried like someone had. He broke up with me at a bar, and then I went home and cried. I threw myself on the floor of my apartment, and it was like two in the morning. And my roommates came out. They literally sounded like somebody was beating me up because I waited for him. For six months, which felt like a long time. And
0: he was probably on a cruise ship with tons of hot people. Well, to be
1: honest, it wasn't... I had said, go, have fun, you know. Don't, like, this is a lifetime, once-in-a-lifetime experience. So you gave him
0: permission yeah. to be with people, which is the right thing, because he was probably going to do it anyway. Yeah. That's it. In that stage of your life, you're on a cruise ship. You ever seen these people on the cruise ship? They, uh, I was on a Disney cruise, and I was talking to staff. And they have two floors of staff underneath the waterline of the ship. Yeah, you know, and if you're one of the high end people that work on the boat, like a singer, for example, yeah, they get better accommodation than somebody who works in the dish pit in the kitchen.
1: He was uh, the one of the hosts on a Disney cruise. It was at Disney Cruise, too. Huh? Yeah, one of the hosts.
0: Oh, I bet he hooked so, up with uh, Cinderella and... Minnie Mouse. <laughs> Minnie, mouse. <laughs> Minnie Mouse. is a dude. You know that, under Or the... Uh, what? Mouse? No. I don't <laughs> could be, though. Who knows? Oh, well. Sometimes, though, you need a good cry.
1: Honestly, the, you also need your heart broken, I think. Uh, you pro- need to have your heart broken through life. It's all part of the experience of life. You got to have the downs, and then you get the ups. Hopefully.
0: Do you think you need to, though? Yes as a life lesson <laughs> might make
2: you appreciate love a little more yes when you when you come across it
0: yeah I because don't know. a lot of hard uh, i mean i see what you're saying it gives you perspective but that's like saying everybody should be vi- like really sick once in their life so they have an appreciation for other people who are really sick uh, with something that you know sure. it takes months to fight so and-
1: everyone should have to spend the night in a hospital so that when you drive by a hospital you're like wow there's a lot of people in there that would love to be out on the street Yeah, like but do you really
0: need to have that, to have that perspective? Because it's like, I, I can see through other people's suffering and know that I don't need to go through it to have an appreciation for it. So, okay, I've had my heart broken, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I'm better off having had my heart broken.
2: Okay. Yes,
1: you are.
0: When we're talking about
2: young love and heartbreak, though, like... Is it really love or is it more lust?
1: It's infatuation. No, infatuation.
0: no, no, no. That's not true. Well, how young are you talking about? 15? Are you talking I'm talking about, 20. you know, being in my 20s. Yeah.
1: But still, I look back at that relationship and I I think I was more infatuated with the idea of being with the cruise ship guy rather than being with the cruise ship guy.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe, but I think you can uh, you can be in love and have true heartbreak, you know, in your teens and 20s. Sure. I don't think it's just infatuation. I mean, that's what love is, really. It's infatuation on a different level.
1: Yeah, and hopefully it's returned. The thing is, is when you fall in love or infatuation with somebody who doesn't give it back,
0: you know, it's just take, take, take. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, that's different. If you're not even with the person, then maybe I would agree with you, like Bundy. If you have a crush on somebody and you're infatuated with them and they never reciprocate, it's hard to call that love. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a loving relationship for a couple of years and you're 17, it could be real love, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um... I mean, Bundus, you have a pretty epic tale of heartbreak, don't you? Isn't that why you're on the terror that you're on now? Is that you just can't settle down with anyone now that your heart has been shattered and you can't trust anyone to let them back in?
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Quit! <sighs>
2: yeah, I mean, uh, once upon a time, I met the right girl at the wrong time in my life. Um, it was, I was about 17 years old, um, and we dated uh, into our, like, mid-20s Okay. And on. So why was it the wrong time in your life if you met the right girl? I was too young, and I was playing in a rock band, and I wanted to oh, travel and right. tour and do all that kind of stuff, and just yeah. experience that that that
0: stuff for my own self.
1: Never date a musician, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah,
0: unless they've got it out of their system. So right. you hadn't. So you were basically cheating on her then
2: not that I was cheating on her when I was with her, but I was constantly like talking to other people and, and flirting with other girls and sure. then, then she'd get mad and we'd kind of like separate <laughs> and then I'd go do my thing. And then we get back together and this would, would happen over over the process of like, I don't know, six or seven years. Um, and I, I had broken up with her at one point, to like really focus on on my music and and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I I look. I, I it just sounds so
0: funny to hear you to say focus that. Focus on the music. I need to focus on my music, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't stay in this relationship. Like, how taxing is that relationship that you can't focus on your well, music? It's like, I, I mean, I, I, such a cliche. I know, but like, I
2: really did love her. She was, she was such an amazing person. I felt guilty because I was never giving her what she truly deserved. Okay,
1: I don't think she was right for you. Just hearing this story, and she sounds lovely. I just think that when you meet the one, it hits you over the head and and you know. You don't know and that. that's it.
0: You don't know that because I'm... you're talking about your current husband yes is the one and you've had a lot of experiences leading up to that. At, at his age, uh, it could have been the one and he wouldn't know it because he had nothing to compare it to. You know what I mean? You knew because you had an ex-husband that you liked a lot, was a great guy, but wasn't the right fit for you, wasn't the one. Mm -hmm. And then you met the one after that. I think
1: people have this checklist for when they're looking for the one and you have to throw that checklist away and just let it hit you over the head.
2: I agree, and I've felt that um, Okay, so getting
0: back world. to you working on your music. Yeah. Okay, so you <laughs> needed to work on your music. and uh, Did you
1: come out with an album
2: or anything? Uh, put out
0: a few, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you have been in established bands that ha- you know, have toured and done stuff. I got to tour. I got to work with some big bands. I got to open for the Sheepdogs. Um, okay. Some radio play. Yeah. I want to get back to this heartbreak, though. Okay. We'll talk about your music career after. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but so anyway, so you're like, you want to be with everybody at the same time and not just one person. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So what happens? She, does she end up dumping you or you end up dumping her? So I break up with her at this point. To work on your music. To work on my
2: music. Yeah. Uh, a little time passes by and then we kind of reconnect and we've always stayed in touch. Um, meet up for coffees, go out for dinner, just kind of, you know.
1: And there's still a bit of a spark there.
2: Definitely. Mm. Um, so, one night, um I go over to her place to kind of catch up. okay, and um she's single I, at the time. she's single at the time. Gotcha. Um, and uh we happen to be in a room and I see that there's this um, curtain rod that's needs to be hung up, so I offer to kind of put it up for her. Nice. and um I, as soon as i as soon as I did that, I kind of turned around and she was sitting on the bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Now you guys got privacy all of a sudden. Curtains are up. Yeah, it's just convenient.
0: Kind of- eh? <laughs> lights on is an option.
2: The music gives it the wrong effect, but it was actually a really sweet moment. Um, she just like had this look, and it was almost like we just met all over again. And that <laughs> that thing that hits you over the head, it felt like that all over
1: again. Right.
2: Yeah. Aww. Um. So we had we had a lovely night, and it, I really felt for the first time that I had. Moved on in my life, and I could finally appreciate and love her the way that she deserved, oh the my way God. I I should have from the beginning. Okay, but I, was, I finally had that moment with her. But I, the next morning came, yes. and it seemed like it was almost a better closing to a long, long story yes. than to reignite that thing all over again. For her, it felt like there was too much pain there for her to kind of go down that road, and she had, you know. Started her own life doing different things. Yeah. Mm. You know, the
1: cruise ship guy came back around and we hooked up. And it was the same thing. For me, it was closure. For him, it was potentially the beginning of something.
0: No, oh, he was trying to get it going again.
1: Yeah, no. Mm. It was more like, ha, been there, done that. Yeah, so. That was fun, but uh, moving on.
0: So, what did she say to you when you're like, hey, because you wanted to go and yeah, give like, it a I, shot? I tried texting her a couple days later, and yeah. hey, we should go out again. And it was like, oh, I'm busy.
2: And I was getting the kind of runaround. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did was she a- have to work on her music? <laughs> <laughs> she had to work on her career, yeah. Um, did she really say that? Well, she didn't say it then,, uh, but about a year later we we had talked on the phone, okay. and we had that conversation about what had happened that night, and basically, it was like it was just too hard for her to go back down the road, and it just it was mm. it was a nice closure
0: for her, like you said.
1: I feel like the right relationship helps you with your career. it doesn't hinder it it raises Well that's you it to the it's next... an excuse, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: if you're with the right person, then it, your music can still take a priority in your life, you know sure. when it needs to take a priority. You know,
1: yes.
0: It's such a the music was, was definitely an excuse for me. It was just an excuse. Yeah, to, you wanted to, to get laid on the road yeah, to multiple people. Well, yeah. That's what it was. Can, can you no? blame me? No. And you were at a point in your life where it was probably fun to go at an experiment, yeah, and I then was... you ruined it. Though the <laughs> one that got away, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, so, but... is she still the one that got away for you?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Wow, oh. I've met some some lovely women uh, since then, but
0: none of them quite live up to her. So if she. Came back, and this is a tough question. You may be you can avoid answering it if you want. If she came back to you today, is she in a relationship? By the way, she's going to get married this summer. Oh, oh man, I don't know if I well, she shouldn't be listening to this podcast <laughs> anyway. That's like cheating. <laughs> okay, she comes back. Yeah, let's just say she realizes she made a mistake,
1: or she just wants to know, should i
0: get married
1: postpone the wedding
0: yeah i still think Cancel about it. you yeah. uh i'll I'll give us another shot and yep. dump him if you say yes um i would
2: probably do what bus guy did big hug big kiss and steal say- that right back
1: oh you would i yeah. thought you meant and then say goodbye um wow
2: yeah for sure if she came back and, and said that to me yeah i would you
1: would
0: well, wow. because, and it's not to say that you're not going to find somebody else who will fill that void and be the one that you're talking about, Maura. But it's just in your mind. And I, it took me to meeting my wife before I was over, you know, an ex. Yep. Sometimes it just takes that next person to come along and you have to get through a few people in between. In your case, several people in between. <laughs> it's just
1: like, if you're going to stop a wedding... You better be damn sure Mm-mm. that she's the one.
0: But it does work out sometimes that way where um, <laughs> you don't stop the wedding. Well, sometimes you could do that. But yeah. uh, I can think of a family friend that was uh, with this girl and they broke up. And I'm pretty sure it was his fault. I forget exactly how it played out. anyway, he you know, made a horrible mistake, wanted her back, wanted her back, wanted her back. Got her back? No, uh, she got married to somebody else. Oh. Then it didn't work out. <gasps> and then... They got back together. Oh. You know? And to have kids and li- live happily ever after. Yeah, you guys you know?
1: could be meant to be later in life.
0: It's later in life
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, we met when, no, we when we yeah, were 17. We met when yeah. we were 17.
0: So. You might be 66, though. Yeah. And you may have like oh, sure. lost your wife. Or who knows what happens. And you might reconnect. You might
1: still be on the road. You touring. still might be
0: working on your music. <laughs> 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 Funny. Funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, which is I mean, to okay, be fair, I way. did. I did end up, um, you know, moving out to the prairies when I was dating a girl because I wanted to start my radio career. Yeah, so I did leave somebody behind. Sure, but we tried to make it work for a while, and then it was just kind of looked ridiculous. You know, when you live in Saskatchewan and someone's in Montreal. Yeah,
1: that's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So I had worked on my career before, but it was more logistics. It it was just if they would have lived there with me, I would have been happy to continue. You know what I mean? Or I would have been happy to work in Montreal and not have to move away.
1: And you don't need to like, uh, I don't think you should put pressure on yourself to find the one. I think like you could could be happy just having relationships with women for the rest of your life. Maybe you don't want to get married. Uh,
2: I am... At a point in my life where I'm like open to being married, but I it has to be the right one, yeah. and I would rather stay single yes. if it's not the right one.
0: You know, it's um, it's good that you have that benchmark though. You know, of what you think is somebody who makes you really happy, because then when you meet the person that makes you as happy or happier, hopefully, Mm. then you'll feel like pretty confident about making that decision. But I do worry about people who date a lot, and you are certainly a person who uh, seems to have no shortage of people to spend time with. And I think that it's sort of like test driving 25 cars instead of three. It becomes very hard to make that decision to settle on one. And sure, it's obviously possible because you can drive one that just is way better than the other one. Tucker, ones. look
1: at me. I, I I was in the same boat back in my day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were a fan of making out. I yeah, You loved a good make out Sash. I sesh.
1: loved a good make out Sash. Yeah. And then you find one that's right. I just don't think you should compromise. I should wait till you really feel it. Like Oh uh, yeah, I mean like I, I, I
2: am definitely picky. I do go out on quite a bit of quite a bit of dates, and I'm always finding something wrong with
0: with the well, girl. they're always going to be... that. That's actually a big problem with... Uh, well, Robin, who we used to work with. Yeah. Um, you know, she would always find something wrong in somebody. And the issue today that they're saying, or experts, and I'm certainly not an expert, is the problem is with online dating. And I know you're not really online dating, but people... Always feel like the next person is around the corner or a swipe away. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you find something you don't like, you move on. Mm -hmm. Whereas prior to online dating, people would stick it out through those times because there's no two people that are perfect for each other. You take Matt and Maura. They are an amazing couple. I love watching you guys. You guys dance together on your own. You guys are in your own little world, essentially. But wouldn't it be great if Matt had everything that he has now, but also was a little cleaner at home?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Matt you know what would I mean? have not even come close to checking off all my boxes. Like, you know, Matt uh, almost died. And that is not something, you know, health would have been, uh, you know, important to me for somebody who was going to father my children. Matt literally said to me when we first started dating, I don't, I'm not going to be around for too long. Like he doesn't but think that's
0: crazy yeah, for him to say that, but because, but, but he, you know, he had what his lower his, intestine. He doesn't
1: have a, uh, a rectum or a, a large intestine. He's got an, like an internal colonoscopy bag is the best way I could describe it. And he's thinking one day it's going to fail. Like you know that being with somebody who has serious health complications would have not been on my list, right?
0: But you met him. But it, I met and him. And is he okay with you even talking about this stuff? Yeah. Okay, I just don't know how, like, you know, I know he's pretty open about it socially. He
1: didn't want to be, yeah, he didn't want to be with women seriously before I came along either. We were both like,
0: oh, man. Well, because, you know, there's challenges with his health issues. Although, you know, if you see him, you'd never know there was anything going on. It's yeah. Most of it is probably, you know, you would notice because you're with him all the time.
1: Yeah, the first time I saw him naked, I remember him, like, I kind of was like, because he has huge scars going all the way up his stomach, almost to his, like, Uh, sternum okay and uh he said to me i know i'm i look a little bit like frankenstein (laughs) and i was like oh my god you don't but yeah it was shocking seeing someone who had been so sliced up Mm. but yeah i think that perfection it's perfect for you it doesn't mean that they're perfect right
0: now you know frankenstein wasn't actually the monster right (laughs) who was the monster the doctor was frankenstein so
1: who was frankenstein the monster
0: Is the is the who what you're referring to? I know it's a stupid thing to call you on because I (laughs) only was just reading about this the other day. How so many people get that wrong? Yeah, Frankenstein is Doctor Frankenstein who built the monster, who everyone assumes is Frankenstein. I
1: will tell Matt if he uses that line again when he gets (laughs) naked with someone for the first time that it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah,
0: say he. I know I look like the monster in Frankenstein. Right.
1: But if you say that, people are going to be like, what?
0: You look like the monster? <laughs> I know. I'm that asshole. Well, you know, technically, Mara, the monster is the monster. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all that to say is, you, you know, today I feel like too many people uh, run at the first sign of trouble. Right. Uh, and I mean, there's certain things that you definitely want to run from. Right out of the gate Red flags for sure Yeah And then there's other things where Like if someone's messy Is that really gonna stop you From being with someone Who's gonna make you happy For the rest of your life I think
1: I'm just gonna have to budget To get a cleaner You know It's just not on the same Cleanliness level as I am It's probably the biggest issue we have Yeah Just like he would drive you nuts, Tucker.
0: Oh my God. I'm so lucky that there's, my wife and I are both clean people.
1: There's literally beer cans under my couch. There's beer cans <laughs> under <laughs>
0: my couch. That's insane Is to me. That like, that that's insane? something that would happen after a party, you know, at my house. Maybe yeah. there might be a beer can that tipped over and rolled, rolled? under, yeah. but he just probably puts them there, right? I would yeah, think like di- how well, else would they get there? I think
1: they. I think every night one of them tips over and rolls under the couch.
0: <laughs> so when you're cleaning up, you just find beer cans. Beer and-
1: cans everywhere.
0: But he's the greatest guy.
1: He did. He's a dip dipper.
0: Oh yeah. Tab-
1: pa- you think I, you know, wanted wanted to be with somebody who has dip in their mouth? No.
0: What's it like when you kiss somebody who's been? Sometimes dipping? I
1: can taste a little bit of tobacco. Yeah. And but normally I can't.
0: Probably not as bad as somebody who smokes. Making out with someone who just had a butt must be worse.
1: Must be worse. Actually, the smell of yeah, he doesn't have like smelly hands or okay. that smell. It's probably much better than smoking actual cigarettes.
0: Yeah. Uh, health
1: wise, not health wise. No, yeah. I think about what happened to the uh, Beastie Boys, uh, guy.
0: Yeah, what happened to him? He
1: he died of of mouth cancer.
0: Really, that's what killed him.
1: Uh, MCA is that who it was?
0: Uh, Salve. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Adam from uh, Beastie Boys died of salivary gland tumors.
1: Right, which would be related to dipping. Wow. Yeah, at the age of, what, 50? Like, su- he was super young.
0: Uh, You want to know how old he was when he died?
1: And also, that's a terrible thing. Like, there's a lot of ex-baseball players who go around... And lecture baseball teams about tobacco use and...
0: Because it's such a thing in it's there, It's such a right? thing. He was 47 when he died, by the oh way. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. And, you know, if you have, like, the surgery to remove those tumorous cells in your mouth, like, you can be so di- 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 disfigured from that surgery. Which I just think would be horrifying for, you know, your family to see.
0: Yeah, there's a woman who, uh, in my neighborhood, who clearly has had some sort of massive, you know, removal of something uh-huh. in her lower face. Yeah. And so it's just gone. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it was from a, you know, growing up in a war-torn area or yeah. if it was a cancerous thing that was removed. Removed, yeah. Yeah, it could have crazy... Devastating effects on your body, including death.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. You think that that met my checklist? Yeah. No, Bundus. But you got the feeling. I had the feeling See
0: that's what I need to find I need to find the feeling Yeah But if you're If you're constantly running When you see The first sign of trouble Then Then you
1: don't give yourself A chance Then you don't give
0: yourself A chance Yeah Because you met Matt You didn't It wasn't like one date And you knew You worked with him For a whole season On Battle of the Blades Yeah You got to know him
1: Got to know him
0: And that's I mean Certainly how I got to Sink my teeth Into my wife Deb (laughs) Sink your teeth (laughs) Was not It was not from a blind date It was we spent a weekend Hanging out while well, we she had a, we had a common friend, and then by the end of the weekend, I had her. Really, locked her down.
1: She loved you. Eh? Well, I
0: don't know if she loved me, but uh, we made out a little. Oh and yeah. Then we set up a date. Wow. First date, Toronto Island, walking oh, around. Yeah.
1: Didn't you bring a blanket to lay down on
0: the grass? I sure did. <laughs> yeah, did a little more making out. Wow. Yeah.
1: Do you think you're good at making out?
0: I don't think I am anymore. No. I think I'd be terrible now. Really? I just uh yeah, like I don't think Deb likes to kiss me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Why do
1: you say that? I
0: don't know. I think I don't know, maybe as you get older. Yeah, cuz I, I don't know. I I mean, sometimes we kiss, but Wow. It doesn't feel like um it used to It used to be. Huh. And I think she just doesn't like my style, maybe, or maybe she's just over it, and maybe.
1: Uh... Really? How are people kissing these days, Bundus? Is it tongue, or is it just? <laughs> is it like Come a lot, on, a lot really? of lips? I'm just curious. I've
2: had a few that are just on the lips, and it's really awkward. Like they open mouth, but no tongue comes in. Oh,
1: I kind of like
0: that a I little like bit. That too. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, I you don't... want a bit of tongue? Yeah,
0: oh. a little bit. I like a little. I'd like it to be a gradual thing. Yes. To build up to the full... You know? <laughs> I'm sure the visual was better on that, that than was, the audio. That
1: was very aggressive. But I, yeah, I like
0: it, just a little, yeah, light and then a little, oh, wait, did our tongues just touch? You and know then, what I
1: don't like is a cold
0: tongue. Have
1: you ever had a cold tongue? Well... You making I, it
0: with a reptiles. Okay, <laughs> I, I will tell you something, though. You say that. Yes. But it was one of the things I was told was an indication on whether or not a girl came to her climax was that that was a sign that if their tongue is cold
1: no yeah really
0: yeah and i think it has to do with the heavy breathing Okay. <laughs> oh, you know you're cooling your tongue and the, so then if you like after it's over if you kind of kiss them and the tongue feels cold you know that maybe it was authentic or they're really good at faking i don't know
1: that seems like malarkey
0: i'm sure to I'm malarkey <laughs> we're gonna have to go back to our old school expressions conversation <laughs> That's the only
1: word that came to mind for that that seems insane. bullshit does that yes. feel
0: like crap to you uh, Yeah, it was, uh, I, mean, I remember it was maybe something I read in Cosmo when I used to steal my sister's magazines. I don't I just know where I got that I from. I dated
1: but. this guy who had a cold tongue and I just, I always found that it was like, <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> 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 What's up with that cold tongue?
2: Yeah, that's gross. That's like reptile. Gross.
0: What's worse though? Okay, Maura? You're going to give me a would you rather? Yeah, would you rather <laughs> right now. Okay. You're uh getting hot and heavy yeah. with somebody and uh, you have the option of them having a cold tongue <laughs> through your makeout session. Mm-hmm. or cold hands when they touch you. Their hands are freezing. Is
1: the tongue going in other places other than
0: just the <laughs> mouth? Sure,
1: that I'm going cold hands.
0: You don't like a cold tongue? I don't like anywhere a- else?
1: I can yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't uh, like a cold tongue. Period.
2: Okay. You could probably warm the hands up.
1: Yeah, the hands will get warm. What about you? You're going you're going cold hands? Cold
0: tongue? Going cold tongue. Oh yeah? Yeah, every day. 10 times out of 10, I'll, uh, I'll give you the same answer. Cold hands will just t- I would be yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think I would uh, go cold tongue over cold hands. Ah. Yeah. I think this might be a good point uh, <laughs> to wrap up the uh, podcast for today, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Get back into some vintage cold play. I was just guessing the numbers are fake. Like such a great album, right? This was, i uh, pretty sure it was right around the year I got married. I think this is
1: when he met Gwyneth, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it was right around here. Absolutely. Maybe she ruined him. Oh, stop <laughs> it. He was the one. Women have kn- been known to do that to male singers, a.k.a. Yoko Ono.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, no, I think it was just Chris Martin. I mean, don't get me wrong. They still make really relevant music. It just doesn't resonate with me. Like this stuff does. Right. First two albums, epic. And then some great songs for the next couple albums. And now I couldn't even tell you the name of the last album they put out. Nobody said it was season. Love it. All right, thanks for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe because we don't always post on social media that we have new podcasts out. Yeah. And uh, if you can leave a review, five star reviews are always appreciated. It helps us show up on other people's radar who maybe never have heard of us before. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to listen to us every weekday morning on Energy 95.3. We'll talk to you later. I'm going back to the start.